0: Welcome to the Your Life, Your Rules podcast. I am thankful and happy you are here. My name is Janine Gates. I am the confidence coach. I help ladies of faith heal from their past, gain confidence, and live the life of their dreams. Isn't that amazing? It's giving, it's you for me, sis. Let's get into it. How are you? Before you answer, let's take three deep breaths together so you can center yourself, forget about your long to-do list for a minute, and truly check in with yourself. Relax your shoulders, sis. Breathe in. Hold it. And slowly breathe out. Breathe in. Hold it. And slowly breathe out. Make sure your shoulders are relaxed. One more time. Breathe in. Hold it. And slowly breathe out. How are you doing? Okay. Do you have your favorite beverage in your hand? Grab your favorite beverage and come sit on the couch because it's time for some grown woman girl time. Sis, I'm excited. Okay, how are you doing? Thank you for sharing. I am doing pretty good. I went on a friendship date yesterday. I been getting out and socializing more, working in my business more. I recently launched the Freedom Retreat. Have you heard about it? Have you seen anything about it? If not, I'm excited to talk about it because it's something that God put on my heart during meditation. And I cannot wait to host this retreat. This is my first time hosting a retreat. It is virtual. If you tap down, you're like, girl, I'm not even in Dallas. So there's not, this isn't possible for me. Well, it is virtual. So it is definitely possible for you to attend. The Freedom Retreat is a three-day spiritual experience. It is to teach you how to restore your faith in God and yourself Trust yourself again and unlearn the habits holding you back. It's time for you to live your dream life. Aren't you sick and tired of dreaming about it? Aren't you sick and tired of writing about the dream life? Don't you want to live it? It's time and this retreat is going to help you live your dream life. God has so much more for you, sis. Your right now is not the end. So come to the retreat. It is Friday, June 9th. It's in the evening on Friday, June 9th through Sunday, June 11th. It is so, it is just going to be amazing. It's going to blow your mind. And if you're interested in coming, which I hope you are, the registration link will be in the show notes. And then if you're like, "Girl, I just want to message you. Can you send it to me?" You can always always DM me, private message me, email me, and I will send the link directly to you. I am so excited to start this retreat. And I'm giving the first 5 ladies who sign up a free one-on-one call with me to help you prepare for this retreat so you can get the most out of the retreat and start implementing the tools as soon as you have your one-on-one call, because I'm telling you, this is the year you're going to win if you are in my circle, okay? Winners hang out together. Are you hanging out with winners? Are you hanging out with the winners you need? I just need to know. Anyway, I am super excited for that retreat. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Let's get into today. Today, we are going to talk about one more. Doesn't that sound so vague? One more? What is that, Janine? Ride this ride with me. I will get into it. One more. Sis, are you willing to take one more step toward your goals? I know you are working hard to accomplish your goals and live your dream life. I know it is hard as well. Girl, I love setting and accomplishing goals. Sometimes it seems undoable when the tough gets tougher. Am I talking to you? Are you thinking about giving up? Do you feel like your good deeds are not paying off? Do you feel like God has called you to this big dream, this dream life to accomplish your goals And it feels like God has left you in the wilderness to fend for yourself. And then the word has the nerve to say, be strong and courageous and do the work. (laughs) You're doing the work. Do not be afraid or discouraged, but you are. For the Lord God, my God is with you. But you feel like you're in the wilderness by yourself. God will not fail you or forsake you until all the work for the service of the temple of the Lord is finished. I feel like finish is when we're dead. None of us are dead because you're listening to this podcast and I'm talking to you. So God isn't finished with you. And you feel like you're in the wilderness by yourself. And let me tell you, I'm not just talking to you. (laughs) <laughs> I can only talk about what I've been through, right? Or what my clients tell me and I try to understand. But I know what it feels like to be in the wilderness. I know what it feels like for God to call you somewhere. And you're like, you call me to struggle? You called me to feel alone? Baby, I sound intense, don't I? I must know something for real, for real. And can I be honest with you for a minute? God called me to Dallas. I don't know. I didn't know much about Dallas before I got here. And my first four months in Dallas sucked, was some of the hardest months in my life. I moved four times in four months. My landlord in my first place knew I locked myself out of my place without my keys or my phone and refused to help me, would not call the locksmith for me, would not come out for me and never responded to my text message, left me stranded. The second lady was talking about how godly she is and she's connected with God and she's part of the kingdom and let me move into a rat infested place and didn't tell me until well, she never told me there were rats there, but she had a sponge in the baseboard and didn't tell me until after I signed my lease and paid the security deposit. Hmm. But God called me. God called me. Now. Did I feel like I was in the wilderness? Absolutely. Did I feel like I was alone? Absolutely. That's why I know what you're going through. I've been in your shoes. And Dallas is not the first time I've been in the wilderness. And I'm assuming, please correct me if I'm wrong, what you're currently going through is not the first time you've been in the wilderness. Can you think about... The last time you were in the wilderness, and the last time you're in the wilderness, and the time before that, and the time before that, and the time before that. And have you ever thought about how you made it out? I think I can read this scripture again, and it might sound a little differently this time. Be strong and courageous and do the work because you've done it before. Do not be afraid or discouraged for the Lord God, my God is with you. God was with you when you were in the wilderness the last time, the time before that, 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 the time before that. And I'm sure you're like, girl, how many more times are you going to repeat the time before that? Because I want you to know that God is always with you. God will not fail you. Or forsake you until all the work for the service of the temple of the Lord is finished. Wow. You still have breath in you. And every time you've endured a struggle, God has been with you. So the wilderness that you believe you're in. The good deeds that you feel like are not paying off. The thinking about giving up. God's with you. And this is not going to be an episode to tell you not to feel your feelings. That would be me lying. That would be me not being real. Feel your feelings. And know God's track record. God has never, never, ever failed you or forsaken you. Even though you feel like it sometimes. Now, I don't want to see my all preachy and like the road doesn't get tough. I mean, I just told you about my tough time in Dallas. And even though I'm past those four months, everything still hasn't been peaches and cream. Oh, we haven't said that in a long time. I ain't heard that in forever. Okay, we're going to roll with that. It just rolled off my tongue. We're going to roll with it. Everything hasn't been rosy. It's been difficult. I did move to a city where I don't really know people. I don't have community. I am truly out here figuring it out with God. And I tell you, even though I've struggled, God has sent my helpers. God has sent some angels who came into my life just for a reason. I thought one angel would be a friend for a lifetime. We connected. We've, I feel like it was a soul exchange and it was just for a reason. And those reasons have been finding Daisy, a dog trainer who is phenomenal. I just am so thankful for this person. Another angel was showing me and telling me about the place they live in. And now I live here and I love it. Another angel that I only met once and I thought I would see them by visiting their church. I have not ran into these people, but they told me about their church. So while you are in the wilderness, what angels have you experienced? What nice gestures are people doing for you? Don't take those for granted. That is God sending you your helpers. And I know it can be hard to see. I know it can be hard to feel. And I know it can be hard to believe that God is sending you angels and you're struggling. I know I'm not far removed from my first four months in Dallas. I've only been here six months. So that was like two months ago. And God is still with you. Just like God was with me. Now, like I said, I don't want to be too preachy. I don't want to act like the road doesn't get tough or we do not question God or where God is. You and I can read scripture all day, and even if you don't read your Bible, God does not leave you. You know God never leaves you or put more on you than you can bear. I want to address something before I go a little further, because I can see someone thinking the phrase, God won't put more on you than you can bear, not being in the Bible. (laughs) That's kind of true, kind of, kind of might feel like a stretch, Just roll with me. If you look at 1 Corinthians 10, 3, which says no temptation has overtaken you except what is common to humankind. And God is faithful. God will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. Hmm, sounds very close. God won't put more on you than you can bear. But when you are tempted... God would also provide a way out so you can endure it. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, the exact phrase, God won't put more on you than you can bear. You can't find that in the Bible. That is true. However, it seems like 1 Corinthians 10, 13 is saying something very similar. Am I right? Or are you trying to come for me? Eat whatever you decide, just do it with grace. <laughs> but like I said, this sounds like God will not put more on you than you can bear. And it also sounds like if you're going to go to battle, God will provide so you can bear. Whew. Wow. I need to make a side note. I ain't trying to ruffle any feathers, and this may ruffle some feathers, and I'm okay with that. I'm called. I will change a scripture in a minute, only if I do not agree with the pronouns. I mention this because 1 Corinthians ten thirteen and the other scripture I read earlier, is male dominant. And I do not believe God cares or talks to men more than us. So I did change the pronouns to fit our conversation. And if that's something that ruffles your feathers, I'm going to be honest with you. This may not be the podcast for you. I am going to have a podcast and biblical scriptures and knowledge that ensures we're fitted, ensures that I'm talking to you. And so if he, he, he is being used or man, man, man is being used, it might be changed to you. I could change it to she. I haven't done that before, but I may. Okay. It's usually you I change, or when they refer to God as he all the time, I change it to God. All right? But I wanted to get that out of the way just in case someone researched the scripture. I'm like, you said blah, 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 and I didn't see it in there. This is why. Okay, now let's get back to more than you can bear. Knowing that God got you and is with you when you are sitting on the floor with your face and your knees crying... God got you when you are worried about how to pay your bills. God got you when you want to take a vacation and it feels like you don't have the funds for it. God got you when you are working hard in your dreams and you are not seeing any movement. Sis, God is with you even when you cannot feel God's presence. God is with you. Can you say with me? God is with me. Let's say it again. God is with me. One more time. God is with me. Wow. I don't know about you. And when I said God is with me, each time I felt my shoulders drop a little more. I felt a little calmer. Because God is with you. God is with me. And God is with the people who are not even listening to this podcast. God is with us. It is good to know this. And how do you feel God's love when you are alone? This is not an invitation to give up. There's two things you can do. You can rest or do one more. And you probably heard rest and you thought give up. (laughs) Because you got work to do, right? You got a long to-do list. You got goals to accomplish, huh? And sis, if you're exhausted, you're at your wit's end or you're thinking about giving up, that's an invitation to rest. That's an invitation to take a step back. That's an invitation to date yourself. That's an invitation to take care of yourself. That's an invitation to show up for yourself. That's an invitation to get closer to God. So what do you need to do? Rest or do one more? And really the only option is do one more because rest is part of the one more. And you're probably wondering, Janine, you keep saying this one more, what are you talking about? Stay with me, sis, stay with me. One thing I know about us is we want to know where we're going. We don't want to know the first step. We want to know the first 10 steps. Maybe you want to know all the steps to know the final outcome. And see, that's not how life works. And when you are doing things in God's divine power. Girl, you're going to know one step and one step only, I feel like. (laughs) God be like, you want this? Okay, I'm going to tell you what the next step is. And it might not be what you want, but it's definitely what you need. Did you think I forgot about the one more? (laughs) Before we talk about one more, I want to discuss resting. Resting is often overlooked, and it is vital if you want to live your dream life. And I wonder... Do you need to do one more or do you need to rest? Or is it both? Rest by meditating and sleeping. Meditating is inviting God to talk to you. You've done enough talking. I We know you talking. We know you telling God what you need. I'm also guilty of that, but I also meditate. Girl, I know you. I know you talking, telling God what you need Every day you're telling God the desires of your heart. And have you invited God to tell you God's desires? Let's get back to the one more thought. What does that look like, especially when you are feeling discouraged? I want to share three tips for one more. The first one, connect with your church. Do you have a church church? home Do you have someone you are close to in the church? If you attend church, go up for prayer. If your church does not have prayer, email the pastor and say please put me on the prayer list. If you do not attend church, do you know why? Is it because of church hurt? And that's in quotation's church hurt. Are you willing to do one more? In this case, attend another church. And I want to say the church did not hurt you. People in the church hurt you. I've been in your shoes. As a young girl, I attended church very often. I grew up in the church. And as a teenager, I was attending this church at least three days a week for hours. I loved it. There was no better place on earth than me being in this church. And someone started a rumor about me. Let me back up. I was informed by people in the church, the elders, that something felt a little off. And this beautiful mother of the church told me something's going to happen. She didn't know what it was, but she was just telling me. And I want you to know that you're still loved and you belong here. And when she told me this, I was like, what are you talking about? And she's like, I don't know. I just feel it. My spirit tells me. Literally, she leaves to go back to her hometown. She was visiting her family's church. And she comes, I don't know if she still does, but she was coming every summer to stay with her family. Weeks after she left, a rumor about me started in the church. A young woman started a rumor that... I had written a note in some clothes I was donating about a married man in the church and how I had a crush on him. It was a lie. I never, ever thought about that guy. Never looked at him that way. He was cool. I was cool. He preaches. I preached a couple times. He was like talking to me about church. Like we we talked and we hung out like at church. But there was never a crush on him. Never, ever. Never, ever. However, my reputation is all I have. My name is all I have. At that time, that's how I felt. And because that rumor was spreading around the church, I stopped going. Even though I got a warning this was going to happen, even though quite a few people in the church did not believe that was true, I stopped going to that church. However, I didn't stop going to church. I stopped going to that church. It wasn't the church that hurt me. It was a hater that hurt me. It was someone in the church that hurt me. She also had a co-signer, So it was two people. One was a pastor, not my pastor, but was a pastor. And another person who hurt me. But again, the church didn't hurt me. So I left that church, found a different church that I was able to grow and flourish in. So I'm wondering, are you willing to try another church? First one was connect with your church. Second one was connect with God. How are you going to connect with God? Share your feelings and ask God to order your steps. Ask God, what does God want from you in life? Sis, God got you. That is clear. Your faith and doubt have you questioning if God is with you, if God got you. The one more here may be praying, meditating, or picking up your Bible. How are you going to connect with God one more time? First tip, connect with your church. Second tip, connect with God. I want to go back to this connect with your church because something's coming up for me. The reason why we go to church is so we can be around Christians so that we can see the work of God. A church can transform your day. Your church can transform your month. A church can transform your year. A church can transform your goals and dreams in life. To see God work in and through us in a church and see God on this huge, huge platform, whatever church you go to, it's a huge platform because you see the miracles of God day in and day out. You get to hear people testify about God's goodness. You get to hear people talk about where God brought them from. And to me, that serves as a confirmation that God is with you and God has not forsaken or left you. That's why I want you to connect with the church. And I don't want you just to go to the church. That's why I didn't say go to church. I didn't say attend church. I said connect, get involved. What are your gifts and how can you use them to serve? All right, so connect with your church, connect with God, and lastly, connect with your goals. It is time to look over the vision you wrote for your life, the vision you asked God to bless Did you ask God to bless the vision and help you bring it to pass? I don't want to make any assumptions. Maybe that's the one more. Praying over your vision. Asking God to bless it. God to bring it to fruition. God, anything on this list that's not for me, please take the taste out of my mouth. And show me what is for me. I love asking God to take something from me. I, well, let me rephrase that. Because sometimes I love it and sometimes it's like, Jesus, what are we doing here? But for the most part, I do love it. You know why? Because it's not for me. And I don't want anything that's not for me. I've been in situations that are not for me. I know what it looks like to shrink. I know what it looks like to people please. I know what it looks like to feel unworthy. I know what it looks like to question myself. I know what it looks like to beat myself up. So therefore, I don't want to be anywhere or have anything that's not for me. So God, if it's not for me, take it away from me. But please take the taste, the thought, the desire away. So have you asked God to bless your list? Is it time to write a to-do list to help you get closer to accomplishing your vision? Baby steps? Hmm. Did, that, did I irk a nerve, baby steps? I know you've heard that before. And you're like, you are taking baby steps. That's all you've been doing and you're not accomplishing anything. But look how far you've come. Remember, slow and steady wins the race. That is so true. And that is difficult for go-getters like you and me. And slow and steady wins the race. Do not take yourself out of the game because you think you should be further than you are. Girl, you are exactly where you need to be. So what is one more way to connect with your goals? Now, do you understand what is one more It is taking another step towards your dream life. It is you connecting with your church in one more way. One more time. Or to another church. It's connecting with God one more time. Now this one more time is not the last time. It's one more time. One more, one more, one more. Daily can you do one more in these three areas. Connect with your goals. One more, one more, one more. That's what the one more is. And this is very important to do when you're feeling discouraged because you think about giving up. And if you do one more, document how you feel. See, I'm going to be honest with you because I told you how I was doing, but I left something out. This morning, I was feeling very discouraged. Very discouraged. I feel like... I've endured a lot. I feel like the ups and downs of living away from my family, the ups and downs of growing my business, the ups and downs of building my community, it's a lot. And sometimes it feels like it's easier to say F this and go back home, aka Portland. That's how I was feeling this morning. And as I showed up for you and I did this podcast episode, I did my one more, I feel so relaxed, I feel so thankful, and I feel ready to go and do the one more, one more, one more, and the one more thing again and again. Yes, because you see the wins, you see the goodness of God, you feel the goodness of you showing up in spite of. And despite what you're going through, one more sis, one more sis, one more sis. This is very important to do when you're feeling discouraged. One more sis. How are you going to connect with your church one more time? How are you going to connect with God one more time? How are you going to connect with your goals one more time? And connecting with your goals may be resting. Connecting with God may be resting. Connecting with your church may be resting. Don't think that resting is not the one more. Do you need to do one more rest? Or one more to-do list. You have to determine that. And if you're a workaholic and that's what you've been doing and you've been grinding all your life, I'm going to tell you that the one more is you resting. How do you rest? How about you set an alarm clock for 10 minutes just meditating? Hushing your brain and inviting God to speak to you. Inviting God to restore your faith in yourself. In God. Inviting God to teach you how to trust yourself again. Inviting God to help you unlearn the habits holding you back. Maybe that's what you need to do. Meditate. Sis, God brought you this far for a reason and you still have breath in you, which means God ain't done with you. It is time to do a one more activity And remember who you are. You are that girl. Beautiful, brave, and bold. Confidence. I love you. I love you. I love you. And there is nothing to do about that. There is nothing you can do about that. I love you. I love you. I love you. There's nothing you can do about that. I'm so thankful you showed up. I'm so thankful you listened to this episode. I would love for you to tell me which tip resonated with you the most. Connect with your church. Connect with God. Connect with your goals. And again, if you are interested in the retreat and you know that you need this one more, you know that you need a spiritual awakening, you need to connect with God and God's children, God's daughters, this retreat is for you. Again, the first five people to sign up will get a free one-on-one call with me. I don't offer one-on-one calls, but I want to offer it to the first five people because you bet, you bet it on yourself. And for you betting yourself, that's my thank you. All right, sis, I hope you have an amazing day and I'll see you next week.